now it's time for the Air Raid. Here's your host, Brian Griffiths. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Air Raid here on the Red Maryland Network. It is Sunday, May the 20th, 2018. Hope you and yours had a fantastic weekend. Once again, uh, before we get too far down the road, I want to do a global, uh, a couple of promotional items here. Don't forget that May is Maryland Podcast Month. You can go to MarylandPodcastMonth.com and make sure that you check in on all of the great podcasts that are participating in Maryland Podcast Month. If you didn't have a chance to check out uh, Greg's interview with John Frenet and Tim Hamilton from the Maryland Crabs in Annapolis on Thursday, be sure to go back into our archives and check that out. And, uh, and again, check out all the other great podcasts participating in Maryland Podcast Month. That's MarylandPodcastMonth.com. Also, be sure to keep January 26, 2019, circle that date on your calendar for the first annual Red Maryland Leadership Conference at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Tickets on sale now. Early bird tickets are available. Super early bird tickets, that is, are available. Go to Maryland, uh, excuse me, redmarylandconference.com to buy your tickets and to learn more. Now, this week's episode of the Air Raid, it's going to sound a lot like one of last week's, last year's episodes of the air raid. Last year, on May 14th, 2017, to be specific, I cut an episode of the air raid that talked about the Preakness and how we told you that there were going to be stories about say, saving the Preakness that were coming and that Maryland, Baltimore City, whatnot, should, uh, should save the Preakness at all costs. I said at the time, and I'm going to quote here, the fact of the matter is that there is absolutely no reason why a single taxpayer dollar should be spent on upgrading Pimlico to save the Preakness. Because the Preakness isn't going to educate a student, create a job, or make living in Baltimore more affordable. The Preakness is just a horse race. Well, friends, it won't surprise you. Here we are a year later. The Preakness was yesterday. Um, another muddy track. I don't, I don't understand why people want to go hang out at a horse race track all day and wallow around in the mud, particularly those people who are running for office and should, um, many of whom would have been better served to go knock doors yesterday. But hey, what do I know? But there was a story in the Baltimore Sun this morning that kind of is a, says all you need to know about the future of the Preakness, about the future of Pimlico, and, uh, and about why wasting any more taxpayer dollars on this is just not, not worth our time. Headline from by Don Marcus in the Baltimore Sun. Stronaut Group COO Tim Ritvo sees grim future for Preakness at Pimlico. Tim Ritvo, the chief operating officer of the Stronaut Group, said in a news conference Saturday afternoon at Pimlico Racecourse before the 143rd Preakness that there are no plans on the table to invest more of the organization's funds into the 148-year-old facility. The Stronaut Group owns and operates Pimlico and Laurel Park. We've made it pretty clear that we're not going to put any funds into it, Ritvo said. Number one, we don't have any funds to put into it. We're a privately owned company that has no debt, and we're in good shape. But at the same time, we're not looking to pour hundreds of millions of dollars into a facility here and continue to renovate Laurel. But, and again, quoting Ritvo, if the state, and obviously I say city and state because I don't believe the city can do it either, if the state believed that there was a commitment that needed to be done through the Maryland Stadium Authority or something, obviously that's something that we would consider, Ritvo said. We want to make sure we're not here holding a gun to anyone's head or looking for a handout. After saying that there would be a more elevated experience at Laurel than Pimlico for the Preakness, Ritvo was asked if he would personally like to move the second leg of horse racing's Triple Crown about 30 miles south. There are reports that next year's Preakness could be the last held at Pimlico. 
That's a hard to question, hard to question to answer. Obviously, from what I know now, yes. What I know with a train station coming through your property from Baltimore to Washington, it's hard to beat that, Ritvo said. Great grass course, great dirt track. I know the renovations we've done there, but if somebody was to spend 300 to $500 million here, I'd probably start to like this place too. Ritvo said he has empathy for what it would mean for Baltimore and the Park Heights neighborhood to lose the Preakness. I'm understanding of the city and the historical value of the race being run here, Ritvo said. But at the same time, from a business perspective, we struggle to see why you would rebuild a facility when you have another facility that you're, you're putting a lot of money in for day-in and day-out racing that actually gives a better experience from a transportation standpoint, 300 acres, more land, stuff like that. At the same time, we're open. We've contributed into the Maryland Stadium Authority report to see what it would look like and how much it would cost. The great thing about it, no one's kicking the can down the road anymore. Everyone realizes the fan experience can't be at the elevation or level that it should be for a Triple Crown race in this facility. Ritvo acknowledged moving to Laurel would come at a cost in terms of attendance for an event that drew a record crowd of over 140,000 last year. I think we'd have smaller attendance, he said. Everything is geared more to the premium quality seats. We don't want to leave the small customer who wants to pay a $50 venue fee to get in and see it. But it seems like that's the direction the industry's going when you see events like the Breeders' Cup and stuff like that. We would try to get a real layout in my head of what Laurel would look like with about 75 or 80,000 people. Ritvo conceded the future of Pimlico is bleak without the Preakness. What keeps Pimlico here in Baltimore is the Preakness. I think if there wasn't any Preakness, you'd probably see no racing here, Ritvo said. They'd have some other plans for it, and we'd like to be part of that. We'd like to find out what the solution is to help the community because Frank Stronach wants to leave a legacy. He built a trade technology school center here back 10 years ago that has since closed. He has some compassion and wants to see how he can help the community. He knows racing and the track being here 143 years hasn't helped the neighborhood, hasn't grown the neighborhood. We're not sure building a brand new racetrack would work unless there was a bigger investment. And there you go, folks. That's all I need to talk about. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of The Air Raid. Um, seriously, um, it's a very interesting set of comments from the Stronach group. It's a very realistic, quite frankly, set of comments from the Stronach group. The group that owns the Preakness has absolutely no interest in running the Preakness at Pimlico. Full stop. The group that owns the Preakness says that their business would be better served by running the race at Laurel Park instead of Pimlico. Full stop. The group that owns the Preakness has said that they have no interest in spending another dollar to save the Preakness uh, from moving to Laurel, or moving to Laurel, from Pimlico. Full stop. And the group that owns the Preakness has said they have no interest in spending another dollar to renovate Pimlico in order to keep the Preakness in Baltimore. Full stop. Every year at this time, we hear how this is another reason why the state of Maryland needs to pony up the money to keep the Preakness at Pimlico. But what real value is there at having the Preakness at Pimlico? Hell, I would be willing to bet that Tim Ritvo, the guy from the Stronaut Group, a guy who is not part of the Maryland community, a guy who has no interest 
Um, he he doesn't have a rooting interest in this. Okay, he doesn't he doesn't need to put on. Um, yeah, he doesn't need to put on airs and try to pretend that um, you you know pretend that he is interested in the history of um, he's in the interest interest of Pimlico. Okay, he doesn't have to pretend. He came out and said it. Okay, I'm going to read this to you again because it is very obvious. I'm going to read this entire paragraph again. What keeps Pimlico here in Baltimore is the Preakness. I think if there wasn't any Preakness, you'd probably see no racing here. They'd have some other plans for it, and we'd like to be part of that. We'd like to find out what the solution is to help the community, because Frank wants to leave a legacy. He built a trade technology school here back 10 years ago. He has some compassion and wants to see how he can help the community. Here is the money quote, okay? And every member of the governor's administration every member of the General Assembly, every member of the Baltimore City Council should take heed to the following sentence. He knows racing and the track being here 143 years hasn't helped the neighborhood, hasn't grown the neighborhood. We're not sure building a new racetrack would work unless there was a bigger investment. Just think about that. Just think about that. Tim Ritvo, okay, a guy not connected to, um, you know, a guy, a guy not connected to Baltimore, a guy not connected to the the racing community here in Maryland, okay, a guy born in Revere, Massachusetts, okay, lives really in South Florida, okay. He understands better, or at least is willing to say publicly what those politicians in Maryland won't say about Pimlico. And that every taxpayer dollar invested in refurbishing Pimlico to save the Preakness is a dollar lit on fire. That's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. Okay? Time marches on. There were a lot of people when Camden Yards was built who said, no, we must renovate Memorial Stadium. And look, I understand there's a lot of people who think that's a bad example, okay? Because a lot of taxpayer dollars went into Camden Yards. I know our friend Don Murphy voted against that in the General Assembly. Or or at the very least, he voted against the Raven Stadium in the General Assembly. Okay? And I get that. But you can't keep throwing good money after bad. It's even more especially true when you consider the fact that the Preakness isn't going to leave Maryland. The Preakness isn't going to leave Maryland. It's going to go to Laurel Park. It's going to go to a facility that is already capable of holding the Preakness. It is going to a facility that does not need an investment of taxpayer dollars. I understand that city government and that you know, members of the General Assembly from Baltimore City are invested, both emotionally and financially, in keeping the Preakness in Baltimore. Because it gets a lot of attention for Baltimore City. It gets a lot of revenue for a day, for a couple of days, into Baltimore City. 
But if that money goes to Laurel instead of Baltimore, your average Maryland taxpayer doesn't see a difference. Your average Maryland taxpayer isn't going to notice whether that tax revenue that the state collected comes from a race held at Laurel Park or a race held at Pimlico. But they will notice if half a billion dollars is spent refurbishing a track that gets used two weeks out of the year. You know, it kind of goes back, there was an argument here 20 years ago, it's one of the first issues that I got involved with politically here at Anne Arundel County. There was a proposal to build a NASCAR track in Baltimore, uh, near the Baltimore city line here in Anne Arundel County. And it was kind of a weird thing because only some people wanted the NASCAR track. Our county councilman at the time wanted to build a NASCAR track. There were other advocates of a NASCAR track. But one group that didn't want to build a NASCAR track in northern Anne Arundel County was NASCAR. They had no interest in putting a what at the time was a Winston Cup race at this track. They weren't even interested in putting a secondary secondary tier racetrack, uh, race at this track. But people wanted to spend taxpayer dollars to build a 60,000-seat stock car racing track in Anne Arundel County. Even if, even if NASCAR was interested in this track, a taxpayer-funded track that would have been used about one to two weekends a year. It would have cost hundreds of millions of dollars at that time. And eventually, taxpayers and government officials realized that there was no benefit to subsidizing the creation of a track, a massive facility with a large geographic footprint and a large budgetary line that was only going to be used part of the year. Not even a majority of the year. It wasn't even a football stadium that would get used, you know, on 10 weekends a year and can be used for other purposes. And that's what we're talking about right now with Pimlico. That's what we're talking about. A half billion dollars, potentially, of state resources going to renovate a track that gets used one to two weeks out of the year. As I said, last year at this time, the fact of the matter is that there is absolutely no reason why a single taxpayer dollar should be spent on upgrading Pimlico to save the Preakness. Because the Preakness isn't going to educate a student, create a job, or make living in Baltimore more affordable. The Preakness is just a horse race. It's time. It's time. It's past time to get past the idea that the Preakness is Baltimore's birthright. Many people don't even realize, don't even acknowledge the fact that there were many years that the Preakness wasn't even run in Baltimore. There is an entire period of time where the Preakness was held in New York. The Preakness is still one of the mo- is is still going to remain by the way one of the most important horse races in the world it's part of the triple crown okay nobody wants to fund a horse racing track 
for a race that lasts two minutes a year. It's time to let it go. It's time for the Preakness to move to where it truly belongs. It's time for the Preakness to stay in Maryland at a track that is capable and ready to host the Preakness. It's time for the Preakness to go to Laurel. I want to thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of The Air Raid. Be sure to check out all of our Red Maryland Network programming. Tuesdays, eventually, it'll be back. The Conservative Refuge with Greg Klein. On Thursday, Greg and I are back with our flagship show, Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. Greg, on the, on the weekends, Greg has Red Maryland election focus. And by the way, be sure to join Greg this Tuesday. Greg will be uh, taping... Uh, he'll be recording interviews with candidates this weekend, uh, this week rather, on Tuesday night at the uh, the Calvert County Republican Candidates Forum, which will be at the Hall at Huntingtown, which is at 4030 Old Town Road, Huntingtown, Maryland. That event starts at 6 p.m., and that's the Calvert County Republican Candidates Forum, the Hall at Huntingtown, 4030 Old Town Road in Huntingtown, Maryland. And then I'll be back next Sunday with another brand new episode of The Air Raid for you here on the Red Maryland Network. Be sure to go to RedMaryland.com, the home base for all things Red Maryland. We continue to pump out candidate surveys for you. Uh, we have hundreds of these candidate surveys that are available for your perusal and your reading. And you can go to RedMaryland.com and, and just click on the link there and you can get access to hundreds of those candidate surveys. Of course... RedMaryland.com is the home base for all things Red Maryland. You can click on the Support Us link, and you can find all different ways to support us. You can print out flyers to help grow, um, you know, spread the word about Red Maryland. You can subscribe to Red Maryland Network content. Click on that link. You can subscribe to our newsletter. But you can also subscribe to Red Maryland Network programming like this. You can have it automatically downloaded to the device of your choice by subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, the TuneIn Radio app, or Google Play. You can learn how to advertise at Red Maryland and have your programming, uh, you know, your 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 message on our network programming, on our newsletter, on our website. Don't complain about, you know, our, our banner ads. Go ahead and, you know, throw us a couple of bucks. We'll, we'll take care of you. You can make your Amazon purchase on Amazon through our Red Maryland link, and a portion of your purchase comes back to Red Maryland at no cost to you. On Red Maryland, on the Support Us link, you can uh, click on that Amazon link. It doesn't cost you anything. You can make your purchases right there. You can also click on our Zazzle link or go to Zazzle.com slash Red Maryland to get Red Maryland t-shirts, hoodies, drinkware, and more. You can also donate directly to us, paypal.me slash Red Maryland. And you can also support Red Maryland by, uh, you know, by, by liking us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Maryland. Follow us on Twitter at Red Maryland. Follow us on Instagram at Red Maryland. You are the force multiplier. Invite your friends, neighbors, net, you know, network, colleagues, family members, whoever to uh, follow us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, and share our stories, our content with them. You are the force multiplier that helps grow and enhance the conservative message throughout the state of Maryland. You can also contact us at any time. RedMaryland.com is is where you can find the link. But also email us at RedMaryland at gmail.com is how you can do that. And you can also contact us anytime on the Red Maryland Talkback line, 410-205-4875. That's 410-205-4875. We will feature your comments on a future Red Maryland Network program. Folks, thank you very much for joining us on the Air Raid. 
be sure to tune into all of our Red Maryland Network program and stay tuned to RedMaryland.com, your home base for all things 2018 election. For everybody here at the network, thank you very much for joining us. You have been listening to The Air Raid. I am Brian Griffiths. Good night, and God bless. <laughs>